0: Hey guys, it's your host Sam Evans and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesigned. So, this episode is probably what you all have been waiting for. <laughs> and I am doing an episode with my boyfriend Dario. What's up guys? And not only is he my boyfriend, but he is also a very successful entrepreneur, brand designer, brand strategist. He has a ton of titles and I posted the other day about what you guys wanted to know, not only about us and our relationship, but also about him and his brand, his journey, and everything that he's been up to and how he's become as successful as he is at this age. So yeah, we're pretty much going to be answering your questions about both topics. And let's just get right into it. (laughs) Okay, so most of you guys do know Dario, but for those that don't, he'll go ahead and introduce himself. All right. What's up, guys?
1: My name's Dario. I am a longtime listener of this podcast. Thanks for having me, Sam. I'm a designer, creative director, brand strategist. This is a whole lot of titles. Uh, Like I
0: said, yeah.
1: I like to call myself a designer mostly, just because you know I want to play into the role of where I want to be. So that's just what I've been going by,
0: manifesting yeah, it, yeah,
1: exactly. And now I'm a college graduate. I'm a multidisciplinary, multi-disciplinary artist. That's
0: nice. What I like to call myself. Nice. I like that. I like that. So to kind of start things off, we'll talk about how we met, and our story, for anybody that doesn't really know us personally. So, we were working at Target in summer of 2020. Both of us actually got the job at Target just because we were bored, like, had nothing else to do. And, like, we always joke if it wasn't for COVID, we probably wouldn't have met because neither of us would have worked there. But anyways, so, yeah, so we met while we were working and... We had hung out a couple times as friends and just kind of decided to stay friends after that. Yeah,
1: and then you went on your solo trip and then yeah, kind yeah. of expressed your love for me.
0: Okay. <laughs> Feelings, we could yeah, call it. Feelings. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You
1: yeah. One and you were like, do you believe in like right person, wrong time or whatever? Right. Something like that. Right. And so then, yeah, yeah I'm super on.
0: cheesy and super like, I'm just a romantic, a hopeless romantic, you could say. So yeah, so I had called him or texted him or whatever while I was away. And I was like, do you believe in right person, wrong time? Because we were friends for a long time before this. And we never really talked about, like, anything more than being friends. But then when I was away, I was like, damn, like, maybe I do like him a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm missing him a little too much. I'm missing my friend. All right, right. So. So yeah, so like you were saying, I had gone away, kind of texted him and
1: (laughs) after that it was still like we just right back to friends we're were still friends yeah
0: like we both kind of said like we kind of had feelings for each other but like
1: that didn't really do anything
0: yeah like a relationship wasn't really in the cards at that time mm -hmm. Uh, and then fast forward uh, continued being friends Mm -hmm. like no intimacy no nothing like like, dating
1: things but as friends as friends yeah January of that like the 2021 we went to New York yeah like on a day trip but like
0: never yeah yeah.
1: just hanging out together just hanging
0: out but we were doing like the craziest of things and so then finally probably like a year later I want to say we were like okay you know let's kind of like talk about what we're doing here because we went to Boston that day and it was just kind of like uh I don't know (laughs) it was just kind of like it was was like a date yeah Yeah, it was was, like a a date and so whatever again me being the romantic I am I'm like I really think you know you're perfect for me we just fit hand in hand whatever and he's like oh
1: yeah you like try something
0: yeah exactly we were like sure like let's see you know how it goes fast forward another year here we are
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another year or no not even another year let's go back to what? moving to chicago This oh, I yeah a, yeah we were dating for you right point, okay
0: we yeah we were dating for six months we had already gone to puerto rico together we had been to new york yeah. after we started dating we it was also like we can get the get more into this in the episode but it was weird going from friends to dating like
1: yeah, was. you know
0: it was really weird but anyways i'll get into that and to answer one of those questions but yeah we had gone to new york and boston like very often right after well, we was started dating
1: because that was my manufacturer yeah mm, so true, then true, true.
0: and then we just kind yeah, yeah, of made them into trips and stuff but yeah, after six months of dating, we decided let's go to Puerto Rico. He knew that I, you know, obviously still wanted to travel, and we figured why not, you know. So we spent, I think, like a week in Puerto Rico, kind of just traveling around, mm-hmm. and then we like well, Dario a lo- had to, a yeah. little bit, a
1: little bit before this though. We I was like asking you as a joke, would you want to move out to Chicago with me or whatever? Right. And then you know, and then I slowly got serious. Yeah. With the question, it was like a, it was like a would you want to do this i'm just kidding unless unless yeah yeah exactly (laughs) unless you want to and then you were like you weren't even serious with that at first either right like yeah i mean i'll look into it maybe i don't know and And i was like
0: that could be cool but
1: and then i started like looking for places and i was like you have to give me an answer like Like, right like
0: Like, are you getting a studio or one bed basically
1: and then and you were like yeah. And then you decided to look into it. Yeah. And then yeah. Found something and we we're like, okay, I guess we're, we're, we're doing, doing this. It. Yeah,
0: actually. Because then because
1: then we went to Puerto Rico, we were like, Oh, we're gonna be living together. At that like point. this is a preview yeah. of
0: what it's gonna yeah. be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So I also think that's kind of how we knew things were going in the right direction in terms of our relationship. Just because you know, we moved in six, seven months mm-hmm. after dating and like eight, lived together months. for eight months. Like it wasn't it really didn't change much about our relationship. Again, we can get all into this after, but I, that about sums up our story. <laughs> now to get into like the questions, I guess we can kind of jump to like your brand and how you got started with it. Cause I know that was even like long before yeah. we met.
1: Yeah, that was back. Well, the name started from 2020. Because I was at I was in Chicago and then I had this whatever name I don't even want to say it because <laughs> name is stupid, but, <laughs> but I was in bed about to go to sleep and then I just thought like but right like really right before I, I like fell asleep I was like oh my god and like I had the idea and then I like looked for the domain the trademark all that stuff like two a.m. Handle. He's yeah, like, yeah, available handle, all that stuff and then I saw all of it was available and I was like I'm this is it right here I don't even care so then after that i just started making logos and all that stuff like right away i didn't even take a day to like start looking for it so after that i was already in the process of like making t-shirts at that point just under a different name so that already started but after that fast forwarding like you know to actually launching i went manufacturer in new york That's why we went on so many trips back there, Mm because, you know, I was just going there, you know, designing the the shirt itself. And then after we got it, we came back here, did everything. I built the website. I I got them screen printed, like all the shirts. I took all the pictures, Mm -hmm. set up the- Basically like
0: like a one-man show, you know?
1: Just about everything. So that's, that's like a lot of like what it was like starting. A lot of it was just every day, just trying to find either a manufacturer or- just trying to get the foundation of a brand started, mm-hmm. which just took years. Honestly. Yeah.
0: Well, people wanted to know if you had ever had any experience before this mm-hmm. of branding or Definitely starting not. your own business. So, Definitely. like, how did you
1: see this is where, I, it, say, this is where I say I'm lucky in a point that I started in the pandemic because I had so, everybody had so much free time. And because I started yeah. this right before the pandemic, I already had, you know, like steam building. So like, right. I was like, okay, let's, I'm just going to keep on going. It was like actually starting something. So that's all I did in my house for like hours every single day. Like I was there like at one point I wasn't even sleeping. Cause like, yeah. oh, like everyone was going to sleep at like 6am at that point.
0: Yeah. Um, right. Cause, cause everyone, there's, nothing yeah, else there's, else there's, there's nothing else, do. else like, to
1: like, do. what What yeah. is you going to do? So that's why I got lucky there at least.
0: Yeah. How did it, How did it change from Rhode Island to Chicago? Like, did your mindset change? Was it more Mm -hmm. like you were just like more motivated once you got out there?
1: So seeing the reaction, I should say, to the t-shirts and how everything went, it kind of made me switch. I was like, okay, either it's the like me or it's the market that i'm trying to target so i was like okay how can i target a different market so Mm -hmm. then when i went to chicago i know it like right away you notice everybody's like dressed just to even walk down the street as opposed to here everybody's going in their car so they wear whatever
0: yeah like everyone gets dressed dressed up you're wearing quality clothes like people are in designer every day you know and like
1: and it's like you don't you don't even look twice at them you're kind of like oh that's a cool outfit that's it right whereas here if you see anybody wearing something like that it's like where are they going? It's crazy,
0: yeah. yeah, like that yeah. type
1: of thing. So that's that's the biggest thing that I realized right away. So then I just kind of shifted into thinking, okay, that's probably my market. It makes more sense. So, I mean, you kind of helped me too, though, like to talk about myself more, mm-hmm. like out there. So yeah. like at that point I was just like okay I'm talking about myself to like people that look like they fit my my market basically yeah
0: the thought behind that when I was seeing people compliment your stuff you were kind of brushing off the compliment yeah. almost yeah, you weren't yeah, really was, you know yeah. you were trying I was to be like, like I was humble like, oh, and yeah That's exactly no, exactly there.
1: rather than saying oh yeah it's at the, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like,
0: like promote yourself and especially being out there people are shameless yeah, when no, it comes seriously. to themselves they are promote talk yeah. All day about themselves, promoting themselves building their brands and all of that stuff and so at one point i was going to a lot of networking events and conferences just on my own for my own travel stuff and i came back and i was like bro you have to talk about yourself yeah. because that's what everybody else is doing you know what i mean no, these seriously. people didn't gain a following yeah, actually, from not for- from being quiet right. yeah and i
1: also saw a video where i was talking about how could you spend all this time and money doing this thing. And then not want to talk, tell anybody it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. You better at least get your money back for like, Exactly. You're, if you're not going to do anything about it.
0: Exactly. So that's so, yeah. why
1: I just, I was like, whatever, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. It, but then also what helped is that when we, when we were at the networking events, people were like, oh my God, all the reactions right. were uh, like crazy. People to were what impressed. I was doing. Yeah. Exactly. So then I was like, I'm going I'm to keep on telling yeah. to you then. Yeah. I'm just keep on talking. Exactly. Because
0: I think it's also them seeing how confident you are in what you're doing as opposed to just brushing it off as maybe a side project. Like people could tell that you were taking it seriously by how confident you were. Mm -hmm. And because I saw that from behind the scenes, I was like, you have to like take yourself more seriously. And if, if somebody that you're talking to sees you as cocky, okay, that's one person. But the, Hundreds of people that see you as impressive or yeah. motivating or like, you know, inspiring, you yeah. know, it's like, those are the people that you're actually wanting to talk yeah. to. That's kind of your audience. And I think obviously it worked out really well based on everything that you did, you know.
1: And like here, the difference between here, there and Rhode Island is because of the fact that here, at least you kind of, you fall into the category of the Rhode Island brand. Mm-hmm. So automatically you get brushed off as you, you have in Tees, you have Whatever hoodies, all that stuff. Like you're just making the stupid things. You're just screen printing on them and calling it a brand. Whereas people don't under like here at least they don't understand like the process that actually goes into it. If you're trying to yeah, if you're trying to like actually make something different, Mm, yeah. Whereas out there they already assume that you're doing something completely different,
0: right? Well, because for you it was more about the quality. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really about the sales, and we talked about that too. Of like. Figuring out your goal and going from mm-hmm. there and kind of building things off of that and also kind of going back to it and being like, okay, well, if sales was my main goal, and we talked about this too, like if yeah, sales yeah. is your main goal, I then you, you could have done something I,
1: I completely different so
0: differently, there. you know, you would have marketed it differently, you wouldn't have spent as much money yeah, and so invested in it as much as you have. And that's what I think a lot of people don't really start off with. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just, let me do it and try it out and see what happens. And that's great. Not, I definitely encourage, yeah,
1: Seriously. I
0: encourage people to get started on whatever their dreams are, whatever their goals are. But at some point, you kind of have to take a step back and be like, okay, this is my goal. This is my plan. This is what I'm intending to do. And then you will see mm-hmm. so much of a difference because even like promoting yourself, you kind of went from just promoting yourself as one thing. So when we were in Chicago you were like this is quality yeah, stuff it. this looks so good on you you know yeah. you can I afford literally said it that to someone yeah too. Yeah. it was like
1: oh now this looks fantastic and you try I, I literally said try it on right now all right and then they were like this is really nice right? i was like i know and I then know. they
0: bought it you know so that's the thing that happens is confidence and just realizing your intention behind brand mm-hmm. and yourself is super important when it comes to like building yeah. building a brand but also
1: going back to starting like here Rhode Island compared to Chicago is that there's nothing to base it on because like there's no luxury stores here so yeah. like a lot of people that haven't left haven't even seen the quality difference between different brands like, right. like luxury brand not even look, like luxury but more contemporary type brands so Reese Cooper they probably never even heard of it but if you go to a Saks Like, you know, like there's mad brands I just never heard of because there's nothing here. So unless you actually travel to go see these things, you will never know about them. Yeah. You don't actually know the quality difference because you're just going up a picture on a screen. Yeah. Obviously, you can't tell the difference between those. Why I've I've seen the biggest difference here compared to there. It's like people know quality already. They can tell the difference between you and something else.
0: Right. Well, that's what I was going to say is also about people's mindsets towards clothing even I noticed a difference mm-hmm. moving from here to Chicago. Even when me and Dario first met, I was like, why on earth mm-hmm. would you spend $40, 50 $60 on a t-shirt? But go $50. buy it at H&M. Go, go yeah. to Zara. Things like that. Like the fast fashion. And don't get me wrong. I still get some of my stuff no, yeah, from H&M I, and, and Zara. Like, of course, you know, completely
1: cut that out. you're not
0: buying $100 t-shirts yeah. every day, but from moving from Rhode Island to Chicago and also just being around each other Mm -hmm. a lot more and kind of realizing that like you even said it how many white t-shirts have I been through in the past five months that's not a long time and it's It's like they're see-through they're ripped they're you know the the stitching yeah the stitching's coming out and it's like sure that t-shirt cost me 15 20 bucks but it lasted me a month whereas if I start
1: multiplying how many you actually buy and now you have a hundred dollar T-shirt exactly, that you don't Exactly, exactly. You have to throw away again because thing exactly just, just, it got ruined again.
0: Exactly, so investing in clothes was definitely something that people here probably didn't really understand, mm-hmm. and and there's no reason yeah, to it understand it sense, because yeah, there's because
1: you're not you're not really going anywhere. You're not
0: going anywhere to invest in clothes and things like that i think that moving to chicago for you was probably it was an eye-opener one of the yeah one of the best things for your brand now that you're back you have like the chicago mindset towards it right but okay so we can switch over to like our relationship stuff and i guess the first question to answer would be us like moving in together after such a short amount of time And a lot of people wanted to know about me and moving in, moving in with a guy for the first Mm -hmm. time and just like, how did our relationship change? So do you want to start?
1: No, you can start. You can start. I was just talking a lot. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I guess we'll get off the first question of living with a guy in general and how, (laughs) how different it is than living on your own. And honestly, just living with another person. Mm -hmm especially your significant other, it's like, I don't know, the first thing that you have to realize is that you are not living by yourself Mm -hmm. anymore. So the stuff that you've always thought was normal, or you've always done being on your own is not going to work when you're with somebody else. It's just not like sure some things people do the same, like what day you do the laundry, or, you know, watching TV while you eat dinner or having music on while you're cleaning or things like that. You know, of course, that's definitely a shared thing that we've done that we do. But there's other things. How often do we clean the bathroom? When do we? Yeah, when do we like all of that yeah. a lot of it is cleaning i think and i think a well, lot of like
1: chores stuff really. chores
0: yeah a lot of couples can definitely relate on the fact that chores is what These causes things the things biggest yeah. yeah it causes like chores yeah, arguments again like back at home you know those yeah, things weren't necessarily much, like yeah. yeah priorities or no one else is living with you so you don't think oh i have to do this immediately or things like that mm-hmm. But yeah, living with somebody else and just living with a guy in general was definitely it it takes like a lot of adjusting to at first and kind of getting used to, you know, the fact that he wants to do things his way. I want to do things my way. And yeah, just being like understanding of the other person and how their priorities are going to be different than yours is the most important thing. And then just the secondary part of that question of us living together after such a short amount of time.
1: You would think that. Because we're living so close together that we'd get tired of each other, but like I don't know how, it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: it just didn't happen. That's kind of a tough question to answer because of course every relationship is different, but I also just think that we are both super independent people. So I don't know, it just kind of worked, and mm-hmm. I'm like we always say, very grateful for yeah, that. Um, would I, how would I like give advice on that? I would Find just say like you
1: like <laughs> yeah like
0: genuinely. You have to like them. Like they're <laughs> like I don't you know how like I don't them. know how to say it in a different way. No because it's like you could you be dating enjoy somebody. their company yeah like you could be dating somebody but that doesn't necessarily mean that you like yeah. them like yeah, that yeah, yeah. you have to like them enough to be mm-hmm. around them all the time and again we've had our moments where it's like hey listen you i'm need, going for a walk yeah i need, some space, yeah, I need some space things are getting you you're know close yeah so. you're too close and you know i'm going to the beach and you go do your thing or vice versa i'll go to the gym whatever it is neither of us really got offended by that either because it was just kind of an understanding yeah. that like you know when you hang out with somebody so often, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, I kind of want my own space for a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, just being understanding and finding that person and finding that relationship that you just click with. Mm-hmm. I also think that our mindsets go hand in hand in the sense of like our work ethics and growth and motivation, mm-hmm. but also being adventurous and impulsive and kind of changing up our day to day lives. We never really did the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. So I just worked. Somehow, way, here we are. Be that it did. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, so switch back. We'll go more into the entrepreneurship journey and things like that about moving on to Chicago and just kind of how you transitioned your brand from Rhode Island to Chicago and what successes you found in Chicago, how that all worked, how you were so confident to keep it over there or move it there.
1: So- so we'll start back in the beginning of the of the year. So obviously, you know, I knew I'm going to go out there and obviously you think big city, so it's like how can I make the most of being in a big city? And I don't think in the inside the box for anything. Everything's like I have to I have to do something crazy. crazy like, I can't I different. can't yeah, I can't I be normal. You would always you you suggest the silly little <laughs> vendor okay. vendor things. But like I always hated them cuz it's like I like it's just boring to me I, I don't i wouldn't get anything out of it mentally at least <laughs> maybe not even monetarily <laughs> but so yeah so my idea is always oh let me let me do as something as crazy as possible from february to like may just constant meetings and stuff like that or like emails it was just a lot i couldn't just sit around and like expect something to happen so from there Chicago we did the pop-up and fashion show but before that it was a whole lot of well no actually okay let me back up a little bit more so because I wanted to take the most of the city like make the most of the city I was like okay let me let me just get all these pieces like at first I was going to curate a whole bunch of like different pieces kind of like round two I don't know if you guys know about round two but it's like a hypebeast or whatever I, I don't whatever term you want to use I I wanted to curate pieces like the same way that they do where they buy whatever and then they sell it in the store I kind of switched the idea to reworking different pieces. That way I can have a fashion show. But obviously I can't do a fashion show with just hoodies or just t-shirts or anything like that. So I was like, I, I want a fashion show with just a whole bunch of things that I did. And because I wanted to get my portfolio and my work out there faster. Because it was it, it would take too long if I just kept on doing productions for t-shirts, with how long mm-hmm. that took, hoodies, however long, like that. I t- it would take too long, so I just did one of ones that stemmed from me wanting to do a fashion show so that fashion show idea went into what's the craziest idea that i can do a fashion show like what can i do i was like oh what about if we just did it like on michigan or like just on the street mm-hmm. i would say or think about crazy ideas and then ask you yeah. i'd be like how crazy is this yeah if you if you say eh then i know it's not crazy enough yeah. and if you're unsure then i know it's a, it's a good idea yeah so Did the fashion show. That was a nightmare.
0: Okay. Dario is very hard on himself. And I tell him this all the time. But the fashion show was amazing.
1: Okay. It it was really good. It It was really really
0: good. good. It was really cool. From behind the scenes, it was just a little bit disorganized. and Not even
1: just a little bit. It was a lot.
0: But it was also because the people that we were working with and just like the time that we had to plan it. And trying to manage a bunch of people that were Mm -hmm. from all around the city was very difficult being just between either it was just Dario or, you know, I would help out here and there by either like scheduling things or whatnot, just kind of like managing. But he was obviously doing most of it. And you even said like, this is why 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 people have a team because you have to manage people, make sure they're there on time, make sure they're dressed, Mm -hmm. make sure they're okay with what they're doing. They know what they're doing.
1: But it's not only that, like, I had to manage them while also still finishing the pieces. Yeah. Like, everything wasn't done for however long. Yeah. I had to sew the pieces while also still trying to figure out a fashion show, while also finding people to walk in the fashion show yeah. to make sure that it even fit them. Like, I, I found the last person the week before. It literally, And I was like, can you come in for a fitting, like, yeah. like low-key today? And then we got it. And then...
0: So I wouldn't necessarily good. say that it was bad or it was rough but it was just it was just disorganized and again that's what we said before people don't do this and if they do they're already two three four years in yeah. five years in 10 years in yeah, i mean people aren't having fashion shows with a brand that's less than a year old so in my head coming from an outsider and based on like what people like, were saying feedback, about yeah, it feedback, feedback was especially feedback, actually, yeah. yeah people People were loving it and also... Yeah,
1: and I met a lot of cool people from it too. Right,
0: right. And it was just different. Like they hadn't seen anything like that. And I think that that was kind of like your goal Mm -hmm. of...
1: Just getting out there for real. Yeah,
0: getting out there and being and having people be like, "Wow, I've never seen this yeah. before!" Like, this is you know, this mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then people came up like after introducing themselves. Yeah, I it was, was like, so Damn, am I cute. Fa- am I famous right now? It was <laughs> so
0: cute. I was like loving, yeah. loving watching it from like you know behind the scenes, seeing yeah. him and his element.
1: Yeah. So like all of that was a lot to lead up to, and then the pop up. That's another thing. But all of it to bring it all back stemmed from me wanting to make the most of being in chicago so like i was just looking for the craziest thing i could possibly do yeah and you did it and <laughs> i i did it i can say i did it but it was one of the more difficult things i've done in my life yeah. at this point yeah i'm still planning on doing more crazy ideas because i don't like being boring
0: yeah yeah i think that's also what you were trying to get out with like being a vendor at these certain like festivals or like shows and things like that yeah. is it's like it's you're easy. kind of blending in with yeah. other people and they might not really appreciate it as much exactly. as if you did something right. as crazy right
1: seriously, I mean, like that's another like brand thing where it's like it might work for you but not someone else so like e-commerce it was like it like blew up these past right. few years but like i'm not finding success in e-commerce so like because no
0: what... one can feel yeah. your stuff yeah. like and... that's not
1: what makes me different at least yeah like what I do online.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the next question, again, switching back to just us and our relationship, and I'll kind of let you take this one, of like how we balance our interests and the differences between what we want to do and where we see ourselves going. So backstory for me, as you guys know, I'm very much into traveling, very much into going new places and seeing new things and not necessarily wanting to be settled down anywhere and that's technically what I want to make my main source of income, or at least be able to make money while I'm traveling, as opposed to Dario, who's not necessarily wanting to settle down, but he, his main focus is the brand and selling where he can, not, you know, making money where however he can and traveling is his main thing. So like, mm-hmm. how would you say your opinion on us having differences in terms of like our passions and interests and future and things like that?
1: i think the biggest thing is just the fact that even like you could tell me you want to do anything and i'll be like okay like yeah i wouldn't even stop you from trying to do something i also like want to go to different places just not the same length or maybe not even the the frequency that you want to
0: i think that's a very important thing about our relationship like what makes us different is that we support each other like (laughs) no matter what and it's very rare to find these days mm-hmm. where people are like, you do your thing. I'll still be here. Yeah. I'll do my thing. You'll still be here. Like trusting each other and just being mm-hmm. supportive is like, that's just what makes a relationship yeah. work.
1: But we're still similar because it's not like I don't want to travel. Right. I still want to go to the like the same places that you want to go to. You just want to go in a little a bit faster way. than yeah, I do. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Just in like a different way. And like we talked about this the other night. We're like, I want to stay in hostels. Whereas like. <laughs> For Dario, I'm trying to get him to just have an open mind. And he said he'll try it, you know, like, like a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He has a little bit of an open mind now because I've showed him the ones that are out of the country. That's the other thing, is like for anybody that's listening that travels, they know that hostels in America are totally different than hostels like anywhere in the world. So just kind of showing him the different parts of traveling, I think is also kind of like a cool part of it. A lot of people just have like this one mindset, of you get an air, you book a flight, you get an Airbnb, you go for 10 days, you come home. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, it's like, I would book a flight, make it one way, you know, travel to as many countries as I can, or as many places in the country that I can meet as many people go on as as many adventures, and then kind of figure it out from there. And I think just knowing that we're different, but the compromise again Mm -hmm. with like okay sure we can travel but i'd rather stay in a place like this for Mm -hmm. a week and then we can do what you what you where you want to stay and and vice versa you know just like being supportive and kind of being almost as passionate as the other person Mm -hmm. about like what they actually like to do because
1: they enjoy it, especially right
0: right i just talked about this in the last episode just about how when you understand that you can create every life you want, and as many times as you want. That's the other thing is we had our life in Chicago for eight months, we lived it up, we had an amazing time. And now we're like creating a whole nother life for ourselves now, Uh you know, whereas like before it was like, all right, this is our city life, we're gonna go fast, we're gonna meet a lot of people, we're gonna do a lot of things. And it was great. And now we're on to like a different kind of a life. And you can do whatever you want. If you ask, Mm -hmm. you can
1: seriously, that's, that's another big thing. We learned that all you got to do is ask.
0: So what we're getting at is that when I was there, somebody had found my TikTok and they invited us to go in and have their bottomless mimosa kit and brunch with them. And mind you, like my following is not that big, you know, like I
1: relatively relatively
0: right. If you want to consider influencers, you think 10k 20k 100k, things like that. And it's like, you know, I don't really care about the number that much, but it was like really cool to be reached out to. Mm -hmm. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask another restaurant if we can come in. And the amount of like complimentary things that we did out there, just because I found an email and was like, Hey, I'll create content for you in exchange for a brunch or for a dinner or for like whatever experience it is, you know? I just think like that's the other big thing is just like kind of having confidence in what you're doing and being like, like you said, what's the worst mm-hmm. thing that they could say? I didn't even consider myself A an influencer, but B as somebody that could walk around the city and kind of like, you know, have all these different partnerships and things like that. Mm-hmm. But yet I did it just because I asked. And now oh, it's seriously, like
1: Seriously, and now we're just running with now, it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now we're like, all right, we'll just go with it, you know? But But yeah, to kind of sum up that question, it's just like being supportive of your person and kind of adding a little bit of your own interest into their passions because your person loves it. You should at least help.
1: You help them with it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So one of the last questions that we got asked. This one's for you, and it's about success and kind of like what success looks like for you and how success has changed for you over the time that you've started your brand?
1: So what I've actually like realized is that success looks very different for everyone. My success in which part do you want first? My life or the brand?
0: We'll start with your life and then go to the brand.
1: My life success is honestly just like the shift in being able to go anywhere and actually realizing how easy it is to really do anything that you want to do because growing up you know you kind of have the parents that say oh no nah, you gotta you know do this or this like do something that'll make you money for real and the recent past year it's been me thinking about not everything has to be for money right away mm. like it can be for like growth in your career anything that you want to actually do yeah. And just because it doesn't equal money right now, it doesn't mean that it's not in the future. Just understanding this is how you advance in your career. Because lo- another big thing is the opportunity cost of, let's say you take this job that you don't actually want to do, but it pays you well. That could be time that you spend actually doing something you want to do. That could turn into your career next. Because you spent so much time at one job, you aren't spending time on like what you actually love. Mm. So you don't become as good at it. That's why I feel like for me, I wanted to get a job like in brand design or like things creative just because it'll keep me moving towards the main goal of actually designing for not only my thing, but like also designing in general, or actually becoming like, really good at designing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it gives me practice almost yeah. to get there rather than pay like, like, I'll take a pay cut to get better at something I actually want to do.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that it's important at our age, especially to realize that money isn't necessarily everything. And that it's important to grow in other ways besides just sales, like we were Mm -hmm. saying, like with the goals at the beginning, you know, if your only sale, I mean, if your only goal is to make sales, or to make money, even Mm -hmm. You could just go and get a corporate job. You could just go and get, you know, a a high paying job anywhere. But when you're really working towards your passion, it's definitely a lot about like growth. And like you said, practice and just becoming better and better at the skill that you know that you already have. Mm -hmm.
1: But what I was thinking too, like another, like I would say success in my life is the fact that like I was able to find a skill because before the whole remote job search I was thinking what are even my skills? I don't even know what I'm good at. Like yeah. cuz like, I don't you don't really
0: Not work a lot at of that. people do. Like, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: you don't really work at that like, when you're growing up for real. All I do is like think about going to school and then getting a job. Like you don't really think about what am I good at and what do I actually enjoy at the same time. So finding that that was the biggest thing. Yeah. And like I'm I'm like that's the success for me that I actually found something that I can say I'm good at. Yeah. And now I'm just like kind of working towards it.
0: Yeah. And now what about the brand? Like success within the brand? From a year ago to now,
1: there's a couple successes. The first one I would say is cutting my finances so much because the first production was too much money, and thank God I didn't spend that again. But yeah, so cutting it and like actually figuring out what like you know works and the best way to like navigate it. I'm still obviously learning about the best way to navigate it, but compared to last year, I'm in a completely different place financially for it. The biggest success though I would say is actually being able to execute the pop-up and fashion show because of how much time and effort that actually took.
0: I think there's also many more successes to come, you know, like this is just the start.
1: Hopefully. And then now that I went through all of that, I want to hear what you think your success Mm. has been in the past.
0: Okay. Okay. So I would say, honestly, two things have brought me like personal success. And you can probably guess both of them, but the first would be my first solo trip. And I've said this in a couple episodes, but doing something completely by myself without asking anybody, without relying on anybody, without being disappointed by anybody, just like doing something on my own and actually doing it and actually experiencing everything and being completely by myself through the whole process. And during the trip, and after the trip, it was like, that was such an eye opener for me. And what truly got me into solo travel of like, wow, like, I can actually do this. And it's kind of similar to what you were saying, if you just go for it, if you just ask, if you just do it, it's gonna happen, you know, like, you're the only person that is in charge of what happens in your life. And it's like, Again, you've probably seen it all over TikTok, but book that flight, you know what I mean? And then go from there. Once you book that flight, all right, now you're on a roll. You only got this much time to get the Airbnb or get the hostel or, or you know, rent a car or whatever it is, plan your trip. And that brought me success in my own way, kind of like what you were saying, how success is different for everybody. For me, I just realized that I could do something that I never thought I could do. And I never even saw myself doing it. And that definitely changed my perspective on a lot of other things in life. So not only can I travel by myself, but I can also start a business on my own. I can also go out to eat by myself. I can also you know, just do things on my own because most of us, if not all of us, have probably been disappointed by somebody before, whether they haven't been able to do what you want to do or haven't been able to go where you want to go or just friends who haven't been there for you or aren't as supportive and it's like when you realize that you can do all of that stuff on your own to me that was success you know to me that was like the realization that i needed to come to to continue my journey and actually find a love in something i think like for a while i didn't really know where i saw myself going or what my purpose was or what i even liked i think that that's a huge thing that people kind of just jump over of, oh, just do what you love, find your passion and, and, you know, make passion, make your passion into a career. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up loving solo travel, you know, that wasn't something that I was born into, I had to come to some sort of realization that that's what I liked. And it was definitely hard at first, especially when I started college, because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like most people, (laughs) you know, I had no idea where I saw myself going. And now it's kind of like, I'm just rolling with it and Mm -hmm. seeing what happens. And I think that that's truly all you can do these days is figure it out along the way, change your mind, do what you feel like you wanna do in that moment. And if it works out, it does. If it doesn't, then it was just a lesson learned and you move on from it.
1: Seriously. And then now, where have you felt you succeeded in your career per se?
0: Okay, okay. So yeah, I guess kind of continuing of how I didn't even know what I wanted my career to be. It changed maybe like 10, 15 times, probably in the past couple of years from going to college to now being a college graduate, it's honestly even still changing. Mm -hmm. Even from a couple months ago, I'm like, "Eh, I actually don't really like what I'm doing. But I think that the biggest success in the career aspect of my life is being able to try different things and kind of having that freedom. Right now, I'm making all of my money through freelancing. And it was probably one of the best decisions I could have ever made to work remotely, work for myself. And have the freedom to make my own decisions. And that's also another reason why I started this podcast was because I want people to know that making your own decisions and taking charge of your life as opposed to letting other people control your life is the only thing that's going to bring you success. And you know, motivate you to continue and do better and things like that. Because if you're just following what everybody else does, you're not really going to find as much like satisfaction in what you do than if you do things on your own Mm -hmm. or just at least like take control of what you want to do and be able to say, I did this on my own. It doesn't have to be taking a solo trip. I'm just extreme and impulsive Mm -hmm. like that. But getting your own job and not relying on anybody else to do that for you or switching careers or Mm -hmm. going back to college or... Moving across the country or anything, anything where you are completely in control of the decision that you make, I think brings a lot of success just from that decision.
1: You know, I agree with the the fact that like people don't really know what they love because when are they even taught to know what they love?
0: Right. There's no like, time. Right. To right? Like, serious. That as soon
1: as you leave high school, automatically you start thinking about jobs because that's what they tell you to think about. Right. So like, you don't even have time to figure out what you love.
0: And I mean, always having the motivation to keep looking for what I love is like, not easy at Mm -hmm. all. Like, I don't want this to come off Mm -hmm. as I found my passion. And that's it. You know what I mean? I am changing between do I actually like solo travel? Mm -hmm. Or would I rather go with someone else? Mm -hmm. Or has did I just settle on, you know, social media management and freelancing and things like that? Or do I actually love it? Or would I want to do something different? Those thoughts are constantly in my mind. And even just completely changing, you know, who I am and what I want to do and who I want to be. Those are constant thoughts. And I really don't think that that's ever going to change. But just like accepting that life is always changing and that I do have control over what I want to do and where I see my life going is something that I definitely want to keep and continue to remember and remind myself of because once you lose the once you once you think that you don't have any control over your life or you can't make certain decisions mm-hmm. it's like I feel like you lose yeah. a lot of yourself through that
1: seriously that's where most people lose it yeah and then you start seeing the They they look a lot more drained. Yeah. Like they don't really have the same smile that they used to. Yeah.
0: Our generation is so like caught up in not wanting a nine to five and doing their own thing that there is no job. having a
1: job is not going to pay the bills. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like there is no, there are no jobs lined up right after college. Mm -hmm. And like biggest thing I learned from graduating college is it does not guarantee a job. And that's something that I was under the impression of for a while. I'll go to school you know, I'll do my time, whatever. And then I'll have a job after. And for a lot, if not most people, that college degree does not guarantee you something right when you get out. You know, I know a lot of people that are still looking for jobs, you know, a couple months after school and are going to continue that. And sure, it sucks, of course, but
1: start looking new places. But
0: yeah, just continuing that search and maybe not settling for something, but just trying out who gets back to you and being like, all right, maybe I would like this or whatever, just trying things out and you know, say yes to things that you think that could be a good opportunity, because you really never know. So with all of that said, we can finally get to the last question that I ask at the end of every episode. And this will be like a two part question. But basically, what advice would you give your younger self both about relationships and kind of like how you view relationships now, and what you would tell your younger self who maybe is in their first relationship or is just getting into like, the whole relationship phase? And then what would you tell your younger self about growing up and the entrepreneurship journey and the life journey compared to where you are now? So
1: I would say that everything doesn't have to be perfect. And the reason I would tell myself that is because I used to try so much to like make sure everything was like perfect. Like every T was crossed, every I was dotted. Mm-hmm. But now you start to realize how much time you waste doing that. And the fact that you don't go anywhere because you try to make everything perfect, you end up at the same spot for the next however long, because you haven't made any progress. You're trying to make the one tiny thing perfect. That doesn't make a difference anyways. Yeah. So I'd say not to worry about making sure everything's perfect, because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. And after you start, then you start to make things better. The whole point is that just to get started, you'll keep on going. And I hope you get better at this. You're not going to be at the top from the beginning. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And obviously you have a lot to learn, especially being at such a young age. And then for our relationship, I got lucky, at least in the sense that I wasn't necessarily looking for a perfect girl. Like how everybody Mm -hmm. has like this perfect idea in their head. I was kind of like backwards, whereas you came into my life Mm -hmm. and then we went from there And then it just became, you know, the perfect person for me. So like that, that, that in general was like the biggest thing in our relationship, especially is that, you know, you kind of fit all the boxes for me already. Because I mean, you start talking about like, you know, what you want, what you don't want, what you like with the person, and then they become that perfect relationship. that perfect person for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that was pretty much our episode. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. I can't wait
1: to listen to this episode. And the next episode.
0: It's definitely been a long time coming. This is episode 29. Yeah. And it's like 29 weeks I of know. like podcasting and, and, you know, meeting all these different people and, and hearing all these mm-hmm. cool stories. And I think I would also add that to my success. Just to go back to that question. This podcast has really taught me a lot not only about myself but about other people in the world Mm -hmm. and how you start to find your people when you you know when you put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm just very grateful for this podcast very grateful for all the listeners so thank you guys so much for listening I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you next week